Oh, you got the headphones? Can you tell? What's going uh, on? The levels are already set. Okay. So. Is this turned on? Yeah, I just, I just hit record. Bloody blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Welcome to the Sprocket Podcast, where we are simplifying the good life. I'm Aaron Flores, and this is the show that went on the road and hung out at Gateway Green for an evening. That's right, Guthrie, Armando, and myself all hung out at Gateway Green interviewing some really good people. And talking about what we love, what they love about Gateway, what we hope to see there in the future. So, enjoy. Um, so, we're with the Sprocket Podcast. Uh, can I get your name and Instagram handle if you are willing to share it? It's Chris PDX BMX. And uh, I come here a lot. Uh, I started coming here because I dislocated my shoulder about four months ago. And I needed something better to ride than street. So I started coming out here with my DJ, Dirt Jumper, and having a lot of good fun. And I've literally to the point of three to four days a week. Nice. Um, Do you normally hang out here at the pump track or are you all over? What's Uh, your favorite part? uh, Well, my favorite part would be the upper trail along the max or the the train line. And... uh, but I love the pump track. Uh, pretty much love the whole park. I mean, the, the whole atmosphere. The people are always friendly down here. Usually, uh, good vibe down here. Right on. You want to tell us a bit about your about your ride? Oh, yeah. oil slick. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I love that finish. <laughs> uh, this is a PK Ripper. Uh, the DJ, the first of its DJ class. Uh, built in 2020 uh, I know a little bit about bikes so I decided to upgrade my shocks and everything on it but the frame uh, so basically I could jump better and have more fun down here uh, at first I had a non-adjustable shock and now I have an adjustable shock it's improved my riding a lot to where I can actually jump through the jumps and before I was kind of intimidated and afraid to because the shock that I had was actually bottoming out all the way. This is what I ride usually but I'm trying in the process of trying to buy a a slope bike which is a DJ class jumper but it actually has a shock right here. They're just uh, more of a hard shock so you can actually jump through the jumps. My name is Mateen Ritchie. My Instagram is Teen503. Um, and I started riding here before the top part was really built. And it was, I don't, I don't remember how that was, but I know now going down there, it's really fun. Um, I haven't got to ride it on a mountain bike, but I rode on my road bike and my cyclocross <laughs> bike, which I know a lot of you guys just got offended by that. <laughs> But, you know, people have feelings about things. That's fine. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm really excited because, so let's talk about what you have here right now. Yeah. This is is a... uh, A tarmac. (laughs) This is a tarmac. Specialized tarmac. This is carbon, right? Yeah. This is is very road oriented. Right. How how wide are these tires now? 22, maybe? 20... I, this is my first time riding this in a while. You don't mean 2.2 inches wide. You mean... 
22C. 22C. <laughs> yeah. It's, That's awesome. They're small. Um, I was just coming down the some of the mountain bike trails, and it's really, really hard. You have to go really slow on a road bike. Yeah. So, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it, but if that's all you got, do it. Right on. Yeah. Um, it's not something you come out here on purpose to ride? On never, <laughs> never. <laughs> I'll just, I'll pass by and like, huh, I'm going down already. I'm going down the hill. Why not go on the mountain <laughs> Looks bike Looks like show. I'm committed. <laughs> yeah. And then the forest park, I think that's a lot better, a lot easier uh-huh. for the road bike. Oh, okay. I think that, that's pretty the, fun. The hard pack dirt's a little bit easier on, on yeah. the right doing, I think I get scared by the turns up there on the top of the... And trail. you said you come out here with a cycle cross bike. Um, what what is that rig? Um, it's the Kona Major Jake. I don't know too much about it, but it's carbon. Right. Um, uh-huh. I did crack the head tube, so. Well, that just means you're using it right. <laughs> right, right, and it's getting dirty, so I'm, I'm using it right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, it's not. I think it's it's almost the same. I mean, really, without suspension, I think that's what it is that really makes a difference. But it feels it's fun. I've done on some of the BIPOC rides and I've had fun. <laughs> oh yeah, we did the uh, fence line together. Yeah, it's dope. It's dope. Yeah. Um, what do you like most about Gateway Green? Um, it's like a miniature velodrome, I guess. I think that's, I think that's like one thing everybody can do. So I think I really like that. But, um, yeah, it might be the miniature velodrome because we got. I don't. I feel like nobody calls it that, but. I think it's, it's the only thing that we have, like the Velodrome here in Portland, now that Alpen Rose got closed down. So I think I like that the most. Right on. Yeah. And looking in the future, what do you think should be done here at Gateway? If anything, like maybe you're like, ah, this is fine how it is. Um, yeah, I think it's fine. Um, I don't know that much about mountain biking and stuff, so I have no idea what they should add, but... Um, I guess, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I did have an idea of someone should build a village home in the empty lot next to the store up there. There's a lot of room for it. I think, I think that's one thing Gateway Green should add. Right on. Maybe they change it to Gateway Red or something. <laughs> or, <laughs> or something cool. I think well, that yeah, would be dope. It would, it would cover like all the bases, right? You got right. like the cyclocross with the gravel. You got the yeah. home track with the mountain bike. Yeah. And then you go... A mile or a little bit less up and now you got a velodrome right up there so i'm trying to remember uh when we were on the bike park ride together did you get on the sand at all when yes i did i yeah. i like that that was that was pretty fun um i did almost get lost because i was just trying to follow the sand and you guys went into like the little foresty part oh i lost everybody i was <laughs> i was on the sand until it just went right into the right into the river, river yeah okay i might have i might have saw you <laughs> Because I know I was definitely lost back there. Did you have to bushwhack there. it for a while too? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. I, I definitely got scratched up that day. But yeah. that, that was a really fun route. I liked that. Yeah. That sand yeah, was sweet. great. Yeah. Sweet. Well, thanks for coming by, man. Definitely. Love it. Just give us your name, Instagram handle if you want to share that with the world. Cool if not. Yeah. Uh, Grant, um, at BoxJibber for my Instagram. Right on. And how long you been riding at Gateway? Since it opened. Really? So from the very beginning, right on. Yeah, I was coming here before it even opened. <laughs> <laughs> like while it was while it was like still like an old yard and, yeah. and all that. No, I came down here when there's dirt jumps down here. 
Like way back in the day. Right. Like they were like all homemade stuff, right? Yeah, definitely. Cool. So how, so, do you, how would you compare it now to then? Uh, those ones are way harder than now. <laughs> but these ones are cool. Yeah. They're safer. They're safer now. Yeah, they're safer. <laughs> um, what do you like? Since it's been built, what do you like best about it? Uh, the pump track, definitely. Yeah? Yeah, the pump track's awesome. I haven't been on the pump track yet. You should try it. I have I have this rig here. Do you think I could take that on the pump track? Yeah. All right. Well, Olive <laughs> did it on her tall bike, so. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, you can do it on the pump track for sure. Right on. Um, tell us about your rig. Uh, mine's a 22-inch fit. It's a BMX bike. Yeah. You've been doing BMX the whole time, or yeah. you switch it up? Yeah, no, I ride mountain bikes, but there's no mountain here, so I ride my BMX bike. <laughs> Where do you like to mountain bike, then? Uh, Rocky Point, Sandy Ridge, Hood, Bachelor, Stevens Pass, but they closed it down because Vail sucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Vail owns it. They're a giant corporation. Yep. That's a horrible corporation. That should be shunned, but what can you do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But you mostly ride the BMX around here? Uh, yeah, just because I live in the city. So normally this is part of the show where I would be yelling your name as I see you riding by afar, but uh, you already came up here, so I guess we don't have to do that. You can yell into the mic. <laughs> Would you like to say your name for the audience? Uh, yeah, I'm Maddie Carlson. And I'm Vince Galea. How's it going? We're good. Yeah. Um, so we're here at Gateway Green, just hanging out. Uh, how did you guys hear about Gateway Green? Oh, originally? Before I moved here, I came to watch a cyclocross race when it, before it was developed. But it was it was already called Gateway Green. Mike, uh, Mike Cobb told me about it. Because that was, I think, one of the last races he was allowed to ride his uh, brakeless fixie in. Oh, yeah. But he got a flat tire. His friend got a flat tire on the way here, so he didn't end up racing. But I came in. I took pictures of uh, the women racers. Uh, Pixie, my dog, is uh, whining at my feet. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that must have been like six, seven years ago, I think. Um, but then when they were developing it, I read a lot about it because I knew my kids would love it. Um, and yeah, we live, I think, six miles from here and are really close to the, the bike trail. So do you bring them out here? I have at times. Um, with the pandemic, they're not really into leaving the house these days. Okay. So, yeah. Um, but yes, we have come out here. I think I heard about it first on um, maybe Bike Portland. Um, and... We were we were super excited to see it open up at first time, and it was like, yeah, this is pretty cool. But this the second round, the second round of improvements has really made this a fantastic park. So, so I have to say, um, you two didn't just come here to ride today. You you're here because you're coming back from a trip, correct? Uh, yes, that's correct. We. Uh, we are still on the road. We're not here to ride. <laughs> <laughs> We're still on the road. We're traveling back from uh, Seattle. 
for the record, every time I'm on the I-205 path, I cut through Gateway Green. So we are here to ride because we wouldn't. <laughs> but yeah, no, I saw the Instagram post that you were going to be here. Oh, okay. So uh, <laughs> we timed. Uh, well, no, we didn't time. Our, uh, we happened to, to time it right. You're kind so. of our ringers. Yeah, yeah, we're ringers. Yeah, we saw you'd be here, and we're very excited, and it made us pedal a little faster. But we've been on the road for four days. Oh, wow. So, okay. And are almost done. But, it, you know, we can't miss the Sprocket Podcast. <laughs> we had to come by. Um, so you come by. I wonder, with your fully loaded bikes, how does that change, like, the riding through the gravel and and whatnot i am not much of a mountain biker so when i come here i like the single track stuff so i mean i'm usually coming here on my big dummy my long tail cargo bike on the way to ikea oh so (laughs) i don't you don't do do the the technical stuff i mean i've brought my mountain bike here but i'm not much of a mountain biker so i like the same stuff on my mountain bike that although i like that flow stuff better i can't do that stuff long easily with the the long wheelbase of the big dummy and the um i guess it's a boom tube that hits stuff and also my rolling jackass center stand catches on stuff so that can only do the single track stuff whereas like my real mountain bike can do that kind of stuff but i i just like i just like off-road stuff so yeah the gravel sometimes i just do the gravel road through and that counts yeah. Um, I mean, I think a lot of people who don't think they're mountain bikers would enjoy just doing the gravel road through here to get a break. And from... to be clear, like you, you don't have any special tires on there either. Oh, like... I just, yeah, I swapped out for my slicker tires um, for this since we were doing all paved. Um, but those are great on gravel. They're, um, yeah, 38 millimeters wide. Um, they're pa- pumped to the max right now since I have four panniers and the... 10 pound dog in the basket but um it's still great on gravel so yeah i'll have a real mountain biker talk to you though <laughs> uh i actually like the flow tracks too i like old old fashioned style mountain bikes so that means like no suspension no suspension um so i, I do like the pump track a little bit but um i'm not super good at that Yet, I guess. <laughs> That's right. I actually think the, the gravel road is part of the sketchiest riding out here. Because, <laughs> like, you know, you're careful when you're riding on the on the features, and then you just get on the gravel road, and you think, oh, I'm just going to ride this. And it's, it's really loose in places. It, it is very loose. Yeah, you have to it, – well, it'll teach you to, oh, yeah. to be careful. Yeah, I think, uh, I think when uh, – uh, Aaron was talking about us riding through here with another group. We, we had somebody eat it on the on the gravel road near the top. Yeah, just took him right out. He was he rode down the features, did fine, and then hit the gravel and just slid right out. So having been here for a while, for a number of years, um, looking towards the future, what do you think you'd like to see here at Gateway Green? I'm just stoked that there's like a, the, the a, a climb on play structure because oh, yeah. I, I haven't been in here physically since the latest updates. So the fact that there's a drinking fountain and a real Portland loo, um, I mean, the, the drinking fountain alone is amazing. Um, I would not have noticed that Portland loo until you just mentioned that. Yeah, because there used to could that. be a porta yeah, potty that one. people would set on fire all the time. Oh, so I mean, there yeah, essentially was no restroom here. Um, 
So, so yeah, the Portland Loo, the drinking fountain that has like two human faucets and one dog faucet that is a tiny bit too tall for Chawinis, I will point out, we yeah. just discovered. Um, and the climbing, the climbing rocks and logs for kids is amazing. Um, and their picnic tables. So I, I don't, this is like such a step up. Not that it wasn't awesome before. Um, I think this thing behind you is like a tall bike mounting stand or something. I don't oh, know. That yeah, is. Yeah. is that just to hang sure. your saddle on? <laughs> There's a crossbar. There are a few of those. So I think it's for hanging your, the saddle of your bike on maybe for bike parking. Yeah. Um, as well as normal staples. I don't know. What else does it need? I mean, I guess maybe like a full on bathroom with a sink. Um, having just, you know, been on the road, showers, like a token <laughs> right, machine, right. a camp, a camp pad, uh, yeah, what, a ta- tacos. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for, thanks for making, yeah, making us a uh, stop on your way back home. The highlight of the whole trip. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> My name is David Bass. I do not have an Instagram handle. And how did you hear of Gateway Green? Oh, yeah. um, honestly, just uh, I think just seeing it from the side of the freeway. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've been a Portlander for like 15 years, and I've been coming here for probably like two months now. I'm okay. I'm new to the sport. I was actually my son Odin found uh, the sport on YouTube. Just started watching some videos of a Canadian uh, enduro bicycle. I don't even know the right terms, but we'll go with that. I don't either. BCPOV is the YouTuber's name, the bike Oh. And what does he do? He bikes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Ask a silly question. Travels around and checks out trails. Right on. Yeah, does some cool stunts. And you heard about Gateway Green from from here or got into mountain biking because of that? Well, Odin kind of got into it on YouTube, and then I was like, all right. I I used to be a mech as a kid before I started skateboarding. And so I was like a big skateboarder from probably like 12 to current, so many years. And then, uh, so I was like, okay, this is something I could try out. And so what do you got? It looks pretty sweet. It's a Salsa Cassidy. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, have, I haven't even heard of that model yet. <laughs> more, more about the, the bike, bike stunts than myself. So uh, what, what's your favorite feature here? Um, I kind of like the, uh, with the course at the top. It's got like a, a blue and a blue and a green. I'm fairly comfortable on the green, working my way up to the blue. Is that the, the gravel and the dirt? Or? Yeah, it's like dirt and gravel. Okay. It's got like berms and jumps and, and all these things. Yeah. Cool. Have you done a lot of the trails up on the top here? Um, a little bit. I've, I do have my eye on this very steep drop right here. <laughs> I want to do it someday. I was going to say, has anyone actually done this? Is I this saw, actually I saw part of the it. course? Yeah. People do yeah. it, yeah. The fence at the very top, the bottom bar is broken, so I think people do do it. Oh, wow. Well, we saw a guy <laughs> do it before. He was like a, it was like so, like are you planning on doing yeah. that? Oh, wow. No. <laughs> uh, and I didn't get your name? I'm Jeff. Jeff. And how long have you been riding uh, here at Gateway? Um, pretty much since they opened, what, three years ago, like the original incarnation? All right. So, you got to see it, like, kind of grow along along yeah. the way. Yeah. Um, that's, that's my son over there. He's... Can't really keep him still, but um, I, yeah, I've been bringing him here since he was in a little bike seat in the back of my bike. 
Oh, nice. I would ride like, the trails up top with him on the back and um, carefully, of course. <laughs> yeah. So the nice thing about this is it's not done. There's still more to happen. Yeah. And there's more to happen, um, not with just bikes and mountain bikes and jumps and stuff, but also uh, hiking and other picnicking, things like that. So yeah, they're still working on it. Like right here, the, the nature play area, I think they're going to put more in there too. So you got to see it grow from kind of the beginning. Have Do you have a favorite feature? Um, you know, I just barely picked up a mountain bike again probably four months ago. Mm -hmm. So I'm just trying to learn and do my best i mean it's this pump track's been great to kind of learn how to you know generate uh, speed on your own without pedaling um the, the jump line up top's been fun just for building for, for progressing we come here a lot with the kids it's just a good place to come and can you tell us about your rig <laughs> yeah uh, it's a 2011 uh, kona hey hey trail um I could probably use a little bit more travel, but so that'll be on my next bike though. This one's great for learning though. I like I like the sport as a 37 year old because most of my life I've been you know a street skateboarder, and it's just getting to the point where that's a little bit harsh on the body. Something I was able to pick up you know within like a matter of like a couple sessions. I was you know coming off the ground, bouncing around, and you know doing some stuff that was you know felt impressive. It might not look impressive. So my name is Guthrie, by the way. Mike. Mike, nice you. to meet you. Yeah. And um, yeah, we're just here asking folks about their experiences, thoughts, opinions, trials, and tribulations about Gateway Green. Anything you want to share with us? Wow. Uh, okay. So uh, a buddy of mine, John, uh, was telling me about Gateway Green last year. And uh, he's like, oh, there's this really cool bike park. They're building it. It's going to get finished, you know, soon. And I'm like, oh, okay, we'll see what soon means because Portland hasn't had a great record. <laughs> of uh actually finishing stuff and uh just a few weeks ago he's like oh bro you gotta go look we're just gonna walk it i don't uh i had a, a hardtail mountain bike but it's super super cheap and and falling apart and wasn't quite ready so we just came down and we just walked this entire track and i'm like oh my god it's done it's real you know it, it happened and i'm all excited and i can't even sleep that night and you know i'm tinkering on the hardtail and trying to get it ready to go because i've been a uh, hardtail guy or excuse me a road bike guy my whole life and uh but i want a mountain bike right and uh so the following week we come down and we ride it and i just i'm just positive the bike's gonna fall apart but it doesn't it holds together and i'm looking at linda's line and they're not brave enough to to roll it yet but uh we roll rebar and i'm like oh oh this is fantastic and then we hit a uh, um, fence line and, and come back over cliff line I'm like, oh my God, this is the best place in the world because it's just here in Portland. You don't have to travel to it. It's just, it's in the backyard, right? You can take the max and just hop off right at the gateway. Gateway. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I couldn't be happier with it. I don't know. It's the Portland I love, right? So, just can't go wrong with that. Want to give Portland a big old hug? You did something right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all I got, man. Nice. This to play with. If you had right. to, if you, you know, looking at the long-term nature of the park, like it's at its early phases right now, uh, what would it look like in five or 10 years for you? Boy, I don't know. Uh, it would be cool if they went a little wider. Uh, there's a whole hillside next to 205 that they could take advantage of. Um, and maybe even just come over the top of the, uh, the rail line. Um, would actually be some pretty cool features if they just went over the top 
and uh, you get some pretty good downhills to drop into and maybe maybe jump tracks that come diagonal down uh, 205. Um, just saying. Yeah. Oh, definitely. No. Because the jump track is uh, really cool, but it's really short. If we had some more wall jumps or uh, wall rides and uh, maybe some more of the actual features that are uh, that are built in, you know, you're seeing that more and more at the uh, ride parks where you've got uh, rollers made out of the uh, the timber, which are just, um, they're just so much fun, right? You, mm. you can't go wrong. So I don't know. I don't think it has to be uh, much more than it is. There's a million other places to actually ride trail, but nothing that has the big uh, flowy rollers like this that's in your backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to Mount Tabor and ride up and down the hill, but you're still not going to get any kind of anything like this. And you can't just tear up the hillside of Mount Tabor. So that they're embracing it um, really makes me happy for Portland. So I don't I don't know what they do, but there's there's more real estate here. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. What kind of riders do you feel like you see showing up here? Like who's who's sessioning or, or like what's the vibe? Uh, well, it's only been two weeks since I stopped riding road bikes and started mountain. Nice. <laughs> and so You're doing great. I've not seen a ton of people. Thanks. Uh, here yet. Uh, last week was the most people that we've seen. Uh, a lot of a lot of 20 somethings and uh, more money than I'm used to seeing on the east side. And that. That sounds horrible. I don't mean to be judgy, but there's, uh, uh, if you've ever been to a bike shop, you can pretty easily get into, uh, you know, three, four or $5,000, just in an entry level, not maybe not entry level, but, um, a formidable bike is going to cost some coin. And I'm seeing just brand new Da Vinci's and I'm seeing brand new Kona's and I'm seeing all this stuff. So you, you've got to have some coin in your pocket. So the 20 somethings, uh, it's cool to see they're spending their money there instead of, uh, elsewhere. I see, uh, I haven't seen the littles running around much. I'm not here in the afternoons on the weekends much. I'm here weekdays, early, early afternoon before anybody really gets off work. So um, I work a really early shift. So I think I see a different demographic. I see the 20 somethings that are that have a little window of opportunity to get out or maybe a commuter, you know, a 40 something year old guy, 50 or something year old guy. Um, he's hopping off and doing a couple sessions before he gets back up on the bike path and leaves, which I think could not be more cool, <laughs> right? So I don't know the, the demographics all over the map. I see a lot more women riding than uh, I think I was probably expecting, which is phenomenal. Um, that uh, girls, not that there's any kind of gender bias whatsoever, but that girls are really embracing riding in my mind. And this has no basis in fact whatsoever, but there's physiologically, there's just no downside. You don't have to have huge upper body to uh, to ride off road. Um, it's really just about uh, comfort level and uh, and skill. You know, don't be scared to get out and get on a bike because um, you know I'm advocating all the time for people to get on. You can't. There is no bad bike um, anymore. Even if you go to a big box store, you can actually get a bike that you can ride, you know, a few miles or on a pump track or something and do just fine. So um, there's really no barrier. Nice. That'd yeah. be that'd be my take. If there was somebody uh, listening to this that was like on the fence and they're like, well, I've heard about this. I'm thinking of writing it, but I don't know. Maybe it's just not for me. Like, what, what would you tell that person? Uh, I would tell them to go get a Subway sandwich, hop on the uh, on the max line and walk the, I don't know, what is it? 50 yards, 75 yards from the transit station down to the to the entrance of the park and uh, eat a sandwich and watch people drop into uh, A-line or rebar. Uh, Because it's just as much fun to watch as it is to to actually ride. 
if if you see somebody doing it and you can even just imagine like I, I could probably roll that there's there's nobody here that's gonna tell you that you've got to go jump stuff um, you know in fact people will tell you roll it five or six times before you try to get jiggy with it um, that's just the smart move that John that I referred to earlier he rolled stuff twice and then he just ate it he just augured in on a <laughs> on cliff line I'm like I thought we talked about this <laughs> He's, yeah, he's dripping blood. And <laughs> Some so, lessons come harder than others, right? Have fun, but stay safe. Right, right. So if you're if you're on the fence or if you just want to come look at it, uh, come for a walk. I mean, uh, just walking this thing was as exciting as it was uh, riding it. So, I mean, you could be, I don't know, if you're mobile, if you're 70 years old, come down and just watch people riding around. It's a good time, so it's for everybody. The Sprocket Podcast is produced in Portland, Oregon. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review and tell your friends about us. Our website is thesprocketpodcast.com. Email to thesprocketpodcast at gmail.com. Call or text to 503-847-9774. Twitter and Instagram at sprocketpodcast. Thanks to thanks, thanks to Ryan J. Ling for the theme music. Hurt Bird for our headline sounder. Marcus Norman for graphic design. And thanks to the generous support of our Patreon supporters and listeners. Shadowfoot, Wayne Norman, Cameron Lian, Richard Wazemski, Tim Mooney, Glenn Kubish. Kubish. <laughs> Eric Weiss, Doug Cohen-Miller, Chris Smith. Caleb Jenkinson, J.P. Cooley, Peanut Butter Jar Matt. Marco Lowe, Rich Otterstrom, Drew the Welder. Anna. We'll be on soon. Anna, Andre Johnson, Richard G. Guthrie Straw, Aaron Green, author of We Were Like Sons and founder of The Regranery. Campsite, McNurse David, Jeremy Kitchen. David Belay. Tim Coleman, Harry Hugel, E.J. Finneran, Brad Hipwell, Thomas Skado, Keith Hutchinson, Ranger Tom, Joyce Wilson, Ryan Tam, Jason Oftenberg, David Moore, Todd Grosbeck, Chris Barron, Chris Barron, and Chris Chris Barron! (laughs) Sean Baird, Simon Pace, Gregory Braithwaite. Dude Luna. Emma Rocks. Cacao. Philip M. Spartan Dale. Mr. T, who never really left. Bike Initiative Keweenaw. Sarah G. Adam D. Go Dig a Hole. Beth Hammond. Greg Murphy. Myra Martinez. Also. Isaac M. Byron Patterson. Kirsten Grant. Aaron G. Rachel Moline. Jimmy Diesel. And our newest sponsor, Christopher Barnett. And thanks to all of our former supporters who helped us along the way. Now brush your teeth and go to bed. <laughs>